guys, welcome back to another episode of Rant Not Over. I am the host, Rihanna, and today I am joined by Amanda. Um, she is one of my friends. I'll tell you the story of how we met in a little bit, but today we are talking about solo traveling and taking trips by yourself and just sending it and doing the damn thing. Um, we'll be covering all of you know your concerns as far as how do I know where to go, safety, especially as a woman traveling alone, um, and a bunch of other questions you guys asked. So thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I love talking about traveling. Obviously, it's one of my favorite topics. Yeah, and I like, haven't, I'm not well-traveled, and so I love hearing about people's stories. Mm -hmm. And um, although we've known each other for some years now, I don't actually know. You're like, I've seen them <laughs> on Instagram, but I don't actually know like the ins and outs mm -hmm. and the kind of uh, planning behind it. So I'm excited to hear about that but I do want to like just tell the listeners how we met because I think it's interesting I mean yeah whatever it's fun it's, fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun story it's a fun story so I think it was like 2018 back when Dandelion was like I mean it's open again but you know um and it was 2 a.m and the lights were on like it was one of those where like get the fuck out and there were only two people still dancing and it was me and you yeah. I don't know if there was music at yeah, this point yeah I don't think so <laughs> like I don't know dancing with the liquor in our bodies and um and then the, we just got each other's Instagram I feel like I said hey to you like as we were on the ground so I feel like we were low to the ground dancing like probably, <laughs> and yeah, I was like no, hey girl yeah, get I was, it I was probably like in heels and like my ass was damn near touching the ground I was like she's like me <laughs> we were yes like this drunk girl like, let's oh. get it yeah and so we exchanged Instagrams, and then, um, ironically enough, we both had meal prep businesses at that time, and so bonded over that for a long time, like, just via Instagram, and we were Instagram friends for probably, like, what, a year and a half? Yeah. Like, two years before we ever, like... Hung out. Hung out. <laughs> um, and we've hung out only recently, but, like, mm -hmm. not for a while. So that's our little story and how we met. Um, we have a lot of similar interests, and she's just great people, so I want you to tell all of your stories. Um, so I do just want to, like... So that people can know you a little better, just give a brief background, as brief or as detailed yeah. as you want, about mm -hmm. your career, what you do, who you are, where you come from, where you want to go, all the things. Yeah. I, I will make this more brief than long because it's it, there's a lot. There's a lot. I've moved yeah. like 25 times. Yeah, I've moved a lot, and not physically like moved to different states necessarily, but just like within where I'm at. I haven't. I don't think I've spent a full year anywhere in my life. Oh, wow. Like, ever since I moved out. Yeah. How old are you? I'm tw about to be 26. Okay. Yeah, so so there's that. We just moved around a lot, so don't even get me started on the jobs I've had, because it's like, <laughs> there's a, for every time I move, there's almost a new job for that. Right. Um, currently, um, I'm in real estate, and that's how I've been supplementing my income is wholesaling, which is pretty much just like getting a property under contract without buying it and then reassigning that contract to someone else who actually buys it. Mm. And I keep the difference from whatever it is. So you're like the middleman, essentially. Middle, yeah. mm -hmm. Pretty much. Cool. So I direct market to the homeowners and talk to them every day. And I'm basically like, do you want to sell your house? And if they want, most of the time they want to list it on like with a real estate agent and get top dollar. Mm -hmm. um, but then sometimes you have people who don't live in the state or live somewhere else or the property was handed to them and they don't know what to do with it or they just don't care or they just want to get rid of it or they right. have like tenants that are taking you know messing it all up and they're just like take the house away from me that's more of like what I work with so it's not so that's what I did and that's what like supplemented my income for real for traveling mm -hmm. so I did that and it was like did you can do that on the road yeah like, yeah so it's just like yeah I never had to look at the houses I just got them under contract mm -hmm. so that helped a lot I love that yeah that's mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
works like we're moving to a remote world anyways I feel like and mm -hmm. you can do what you love and also travel um, that's a win-win so walk me through this is all like a lot of it is out of my own curiosity because like mm -hmm. I said I have zero clue <laughs> I see your pictures I see your <laughs> they look professional as hell I'm like damn um, so what was your first trip and like even before that like what was your mindset of like working up to I'm going to take a trip by myself like what did that look like was I mean I think a lot of people who, have, who grew up in small towns typically go to like the beach every year once mm -hmm. a year right or yeah. like the lake once a year. like most people have that one thing they do and so I would have been perfectly content going to the same beach once a week uh, for once a year for a week for the rest of my life until I went to Florida with someone I barely knew he was in Buffalo New York okay I was in um, not in Raleigh, but I said I was in Raleigh. We met on a dating app. Okay. And, and we were both going to move to Raleigh. And um, I don't think either of us knew we weren't in Raleigh at the time when we met. And so then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to, like, do you want to go to Disney World with me? I'm going to go for a race. Oh and I barely knew this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down to go to Disney. Right. And so we drive all the way there. So I'm, like, taking a 12-hour car we're, ride. Oh, you're in with the car. Almost a stranger, yeah. With Emma's yeah, oh we'll gosh. get to safety later. Talking about getting to know someone. I know. Holy. And so that was kind of like, I guess, like, jumping into cold water with traveling. I was mm. like, wow, like, there's more than my little tiny hometown in the beach. Right, if you just say yes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you were always spontaneous, or did this kind of, like, spark that spontaneity in you? That sparked it. That okay. sparked it for sure. I might have, It might have been there, but I didn't ever have anything that ignited it. So right. he, that was definitely the flame. I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this is all new to me, but I love that story. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. interesting. And so fast forward, like, what is the time frame between that and, like, the work up to you taking your first trip? I think it was that... By yourself. Yeah, a lot of people... I, I was in car sales for young, and so I made, like, relatively decent money for, like, a 19-year-old. Yeah, for sure. And so anyone my age or people I was friends with couldn't afford to go to a new city if they wanted to and I was like well I really wanted to go to San Francisco I wanted to see the Golden Gate Bridge mm -hmm. it was like I was like, oh, I want to do this so badly so I get all these bikinis ready and I'm so excited to go to California right. like thinking sunshine and like I'm gonna be like meet some hot guy <laughs> yeah. eat some amazing food and I get there and it's cloudy and cold yeah I was gonna say that's northern it is. I didn't look up the weather I didn't look up the weather so I've got tank tops and shorts Oh, and bikinis fat and the water is not something you want to swim in. It is not swimmable. It's a cold plunge. Even in dead July, dead August. Mm -hmm. Didn't cold know that. plunge. Didn't know what. I'm 19 at the time, too, so I'm right. like 20, 19, 20, and so I'm just like, I'm going to go to California, yeah. not realizing that the state is, like, from top to bottom, 12 hours, <laughs> and there's this thing, you know, with the climate that changes as we go yeah, so yeah. didn't really think about that, but, um, and that was, like, when I was, that, that was, that's what did it first. And then it was Arizona. Arizona mm -hmm. was the next one I did by myself. Okay. So, and these are all, like, your, these trips are plain. Mm -hmm. these, yeah, these are the two plain ones. Okay. Oh, no, I wasn't 19 when I went to California. I was 21 because I took myself for my 21st birthday. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Gosh, so, what about empowerment? <laughs> I, was, I wanted to go to a winery. Mm -hmm. That was the year I fell in love with wine. Oh and so I went to a... As we're sipping on the I know. Reds. Which, what is it we're drinking? I don't know. A red blend. Mm, what is yours? The Spanish Wait. wine from dinner day tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish, yeah. I'm like sitting there like, it, yeah. it has legs. I know. I'm just like, I'm so novice. Like, I have no idea. I'm like, I can't read any of the bottles because they're all Spanish. Oh, is that from dinner? Yeah, it's from oh, dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't open it. Uh -huh. mm -mm. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. this is um, English wine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not from Spain <laughs> at all, but I mean, it's not bad. It's like... 
eight, like this. Eight dollars. I'm not gonna lie, though. All red wine like blends. They get, like I like them. Yes. All of them. It doesn't matter. I'm right. like, this is good. So yes. I'm not. I don't love. Um, is it Malbox or no? I don't I like, like Pinot yeah. Noir. I do. I, it's I too like peppery to me. I think I like Pinots, but I like it as the branch from where cabs start to get a little too heavy in the oh. summer. I like. I like Pinot Noir. That is fair. Yeah. It is lighter. Yeah. It's like a yeah. lighter. Body. It is. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm a fucking expert. Um, okay, so now you're into Arizona. And so, like, honestly, I want to go back to that first trip yeah. because you didn't check the weather, so I'm sure that was, like, a <laughs> face palm, like, okay, what was I thinking? Yeah. So, any other, like, lessons that kind of popped out at you, like, okay, I should have considered this before taking this trip or before traveling? Yeah, definitely. That was, since that was my first one, I didn't check anything mm -hmm. and like you learn something from each trip yeah, for sure. and that one I learned mainly just to check the weather before you go <laughs> I think that's a big one that you should check you know <laughs> so, so I would say that's actually all I learned from that trip <laughs> oh I love that yeah Did and you the, stay like in a hotel Airbnb like so I stayed in a resort that was near the the winery okay nice. and I took this winding road that took once again I didn't Another thing I learned is mapping out things. Mm. I was just like, I'm going to go to this place. It was two hours on this one. It was not that long mileage-wise. Right. But what do they call that highway? The, 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 the famous highway? Go Anyway, it's like winding back and forth and back and forth. And so I'm getting sick. Because I'm like, I've never gotten car sick or seasick or anything. Ooh. But for two straight hours of just... Is it the Pacific Coast Highway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah, right. At, yeah. yeah. So it, I didn't realize how windy it was. So I'm like, I'm, I'm by myself. I'm not sharing this with anybody. Right. So I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. to throw up. Mm -hmm. Well, that's in the mountains. So I was on PCH, but I was in Southern California, mm -hmm. like Malibu and Calabasas. And so that was kind of, I mean, Calabasas like, was a little windy, but um, in the mountains, I'm sure it's going to be like that. And then the coast is mm -hmm. more of a straight way. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So yeah. a little bit of like geography there, a little bit of checking the weather um, <laughs> now you yeah. know so fast forward to arizona mm -hmm. and you took that by yourself when yeah. how old were you then i was it probably it was not too long after the 21st i was probably still 21 okay it was within that year yeah so I, that one okay so the year of being 21 was a summer because my birthday's in july mm -hmm. and so that was california march so then I, almost a year later i okay. went to because i tried to do like one one thing a year yeah and um it was grand canyon i was like oh my god see the grand canyon and Phoenix. And did you have, like, I mean, I think you've always been an outdoorsy person, mm -hmm. but, like, hiking experience or anything to that caliber before, or was this, like, all new to you? Yeah, I don't, I actually can't, I'm trying to think, I think I went hiking, like, two times, and in Raleigh, we have this place that's a lot like, you know, how everyone goes to Crowders, Crowders yeah. here, there's a place like that in Raleigh that everyone goes, okay. and so there's, like, you know, it's not that far, it's not that high, and like, that was my first hike. Me and that was my first, like, I'm a big girl, like, hiking. Yeah. Still doing it tennis shoes. Like, you don't need hiking boots. Yeah. Like, you're perfectly, but you're probably doing flip-flops. Right. So, um, I was not super outdoorsy at this point. I'm, I've always been active, but I, I wasn't super outdoorsy, I would say. When I grew up, like, redneck. So, right. like, I mean, I'm outdoorsy, yeah. but, like, not, not yeah, outdoors. yeah, I've been outdoor, yeah, but I'm not outdoorsy. And so, that exponentially happened after I went, like, hiking, hiking. Mm -hmm. So, once I started going to, like, Tennessee and... Um, North uh, Virginia, the mountains up there, the Smokies. Yeah. After I did 
those hikes, that's when I started learning, like, okay, this is, like, you can prepare to hike, and you right. can do, like, 10 miles, right. and, like, pitch a tent. Yes. <laughs> Not, like, a little, just, like, oh, it's Sunday morning, mm -hmm. let's go on a hike, which is nice, too, but there's levels to it, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, and so, how's the Grand Canyon experience? How is that? Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, like, by yourself, because that is such, like, mm -hmm. a sight to see, and um, sometimes you want to share that with someone, yeah. you know? So, like, how did that feel, just taking it in on your own? Yeah, you know, you're right about that, because me and Alan actually went back recently, mm -hmm. and we saw it together. Okay. And it was much better the second time. Yeah. Yeah, because so I went, and I was like, it was, it was amazing. I remember sitting there, and I sat there for probably four hours. I packed a sandwich. <laughs> I remember going to the store and buying, no, I, didn't, I, I bought a sandwich, and I bought so many snacks at the store that I had to buy a bag to put my snacks in. So I buy this little book bag that I still have to this day. This is Junior Ranger on it. <laughs> it's a tiny backpack that I could put all my snacks in. And I had my camera right. and my tripod. And I remember doing, like, a headstand mm -hmm. on the, I have, like, this one epic photo of, like, that was my first, like, travel photo. Right. I'm doing a headstand, like, almost on a, on a drop-off in the Grand Canyon. All right, dude, way to just start off slow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, like, and everyone's, like, freaking out around me. And I'm, like, it's fine. I do this all the time. <laughs> and so I remember just sitting there. And after that, I still had my camera tripod up. And I was just sitting and eating my snacks. And people kind of, like, came and went. And I was, like, I just started asking people if they wanted to take, like, me to take their photo. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept taking, like, asking everybody and then getting their phone numbers and saying, when I get it off, I'll send it to them. And right. so that was the first time for me it hit, like, wow, you can meet people wherever, whenever, and they can be your friends. Right. Yeah. And you were taking these on your professional That was on my camera. And so that was, it was, like, a wholesome experience because I went alone, mm -hmm. but I felt like I came back with a lot of friends. Yeah. So it was fun. Like connections. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If nothing else, mm -hmm. just, like... You don't have to go there in solitude. Yeah. Just, I think that's so beautiful because you're all there to kind of experience the same thing. Mm -hmm. And even though you may not know them, it's still like we're here experiencing this thing that not a lot of people get to do. In the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. not a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. saying, have that opportunity. So, I love that. And you realize how small the world is too when you meet people Ugh. because yeah. you're, you're meeting people and like you would believe I'd, I'm in a I'm across the country mm -hmm. meeting people who live in Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you're like wow this is a tiny this is right. a tiny you know it's, it's small so we're small it yeah the so earth is, the earth is small. <laughs> it is. Um, and so all right so you're in Arizona how long was that trip for? Like that one was really short that one that one and the other one was probably like just a few days. Okay. Those were those were both my tiny little like excursions dipping my toes in yeah. yeah those were. Those weren't like 12 hour trips with a random stranger. Uh, yeah, you really dipped your big toe in that one. That's so funny. Oh. And then, so like, then what? Then I'm trying to think. There was like this period, I think, where then I was hooked. I was like, I want to see more places. Mm -hmm. And my birthday's July 4th. So oh. I'm a big, like, all American girl, you could say. Right. And Super yeah, yeah, very much so. So I had this thing that I created, and I was like, I want to see all fifty states before I'm fifty. Mm. It's just catchy and cliche. And yeah. so then uh, I actually still have the the original note from when I originally wrote that, and right. I was on the plane back from um, Arizona, and I wrote all the fifty states, and I checked all the ones I've been to so far. Mm. And I remember like looking at all of them and kind of thinking, Wow, like, this is gonna be fun, right? But then I drove through Kansas eighteen times, and I'm like, Oh yeah, we. I don't want to see all states. Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's some we can omit. <laughs> like South Dakota, North yeah, Dakota. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. Drove through Kansas. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna check this off because I just, yeah. I've touched the soil. <laughs> That's all there is there too. It's just soil and it's just like a straight road and cornfields. Damn. Ten hours of that. It's just straight through. Is is nothing in Kansas. And so, like, all my trips, you basically have to go through. 
you have to go through Kansas or you have to go through, um, well, Texas pretty much, but in Texas is, is nothing. There's nothing in Texas. Right. But yeah, so you lived there for a little bit. We'll get to that too. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> um, okay, and so well, how many fifty of the fifty states have you been to so far? I want to say I'm at like thirty something. Nice. And that's when I was kind of like, I was like, okay, this is when I realized I don't want to see all fifty states. Right. It's okay. That was a cute cliche you cre- thing you created at mm-hmm. twenty one. You don't need to see all 50 states. <laughs> I was like, there's there's things I want to see overseas yes. more than I wanted to see in the in the U.S. For sure. But there were also because it is so much cheaper to travel by car mm. to some of these places. I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is create a list. What places do I want to go to in the U.S. that are epic that I want to go see? You know, like amazing places. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to go here. I'm going to hit all these places. So I created a bucket list mm. of all these places that I wanted to go in the U.S. Which unfortunately, I keep like adding more to it. Sure, <laughs> and yeah, so, like, yeah, as you you know get deeper and mm-hmm. deeper, you're like you know you just start yeah. more as you go mm-hmm. to all these cute little places. Mm-hmm. And so after that, it was it was like okay, so I'm gonna go to these places, and that is when I started actually saving money and not just being like oh I'm gonna I want to go to this place and not planning anything. That's when I started getting like diligent with them. Like I looked at where I was going, I calculated my mileage, mm-hmm. calculated where I was staying, right. and then I took away the calculations of when I was staying because it was expensive and I was like I'm going to sleep in my car. Yes. <laughs> so that's okay. where that happened. So let's get yeah. you know, This is so interesting to me because like I said we've been Instagram friends for a while but I don't recall like We'd see each other yeah. at the gym, but we mm-hmm. started hanging, hanging out until, like, recently, I would say, yeah. or, like, connecting. Um, and so I saw you, like, take this trip, and I'm like, oh, and it was by yourself. <laughs> like, it is fucking phenomenal. I hope everyone is stalking your Instagram. Um, so, yeah, walk me through that. Like, yeah. how you decided, basically, I mean, you just told me because mm-hmm. it was expensive, but yeah. how did you, you know, what renovations did you make to your car? Mm-hmm. Like, what was that thought process? The first time, I didn't make any renovations. I just... I took everything I own because I don't I move around so much. Mm-hmm. I don't have many items. I have beautiful things like you have in your place. They're all like <laughs> make, make, that, all this that mega house a home. You know, I didn't have those like personal things. I never I never have had them. So I've only had you know my favorite five pairs of leggings, mm-hmm. the two pairs of shoes I wear, and like random stuff that like four pairs like bottles of shampoo and stuff. Like, I don't know why I buy so much shampoo in bulk, but I like always get it at the same time. Cause I hate going to the grocery store for running out of stuff. Yes. So I remember, I remember I had this one toiletry bag and it was like enough shampoo and like razor heads for like a year. And like, that's taking up space in my car. Right. So like obviously you downsized as I kept going, but the first time I had everything, like way too much stuff in my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause I thought I was going to move to Texas. I think, I don't remember. And, um, I was, yeah, I was going to go to Houston because, Oh, meal prepping. I wanted to go to Alpha Land. Have you heard of Alpha Land? Alphalete? The gym? Yes. So my friend, actually, who was just on my last episode, she was talking about visiting that gym. Yeah. Yeah. So my plan was with with meal prepping, Mm -hmm. I was like, what can I do to grow this business? And I was like, I'm going to piggyback on their thing. I was like, I'm going to piggyback (laughs) on, yeah, because if you go to that gym and you use their hashtag and I'm there all the time, guess what? People are going to see it and want it. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to take my business and I'm going to go there. And so I put down my back my, my like back seat I had a I had like a rail that went from the little handles in the back seat mm-hmm. and, and I had all my clothes hanging up on hangers because they all fit like to right. the side on hangers that's a better way to like when everything's folded you're just fucking moving it around mm-hmm. like, it's yeah mm-hmm. so I, I had everything fo- um, hanging up and this is when I lived above Whole Foods in Uptown and I remember using like one of their carts to like take all my stuff to my car mm-hmm. And I have everything hanging up. I don't think I own a single article of clothing I actually left with that day now. 
I don't think so. <laughs> like I, somehow along the way, like that everything's that gone. Yep. And so I remember having a bunch of stuff in my car, and I got like these little pull-out plastic drawers from Walmart, thinking I was gonna put like my socks, my underwear, and like my bras in them. Mm-hmm. And I think I did, I did a few other like Tupperware containers where everything was just kind of like where it needed to be. My camping stuff was in the front seat, and I got a cooler for my front seat. Yeah, I think I got a cooler at that time, and um, that's when I kind of just like started putting food in my cooler versus, you know, stopping at every McDonald's I see wow. and getting a McChicken. It was hard. It just made you feel, honestly. Actually, it was, it was the cheapest option. Like getting getting something like that on the road is right. the cheapest option, but it feels so it bad. Feel like it just makes you feel so bad. Like yeah. after that third McChicken, and you're like, <laughs> only two days in, you're like I can't do this. You're like I'm gonna be sitting for a long time. Like I can't do mm-hmm. this. So at this point, did you have your? Were you planning to sleep in your car? Mm-hmm. So you had, like, your, like what was that situation? I had like that seat laid down, and okay. so like just a pad, like a sleeping pad. Mm-hmm. And it was one that you could kind of roll up and deflate the air. So it was comfortable. Like it was pretty comfortable. And then maybe like a pillow or so. I think I had one pillow and like a blanket and it was just, it wasn't hot. So I wasn't worried about like it being too hot. I think it was actually a little bit chilly, but I was driving to Houston. Right. So I wasn't, I was, was going to get warmer as I went down. For sure. And I get some of my road trips mixed up, but I do remember this was the one where I stopped in New Orleans. Okay. I stopped in. I stopped in Georgia. I went to the Rosa Parks Museum. Aww. I went there, and then I went. They have a whole bunch of museums in Georgia, um, just through that whole era. Mm-hmm. And I went to all the museums, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know, I'm probably not gonna like. I'm not gonna make a trip out here. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I went yeah. there, and that was a those. That was like on a road trip, you know, just to like mm-hmm. make those stops. And it was. It kind of almost. I mean, like it felt like being in Alabama. Almost feels like you're permanently in Black History Month. Because all of it's around you, and it's constantly reminding you right. of what happened here. Sure. And so that was humbling in a way, because it's like, you're, you know, you don't have a lot of statues of what happened back then yeah. to remind you Especially of, of, of Carolina, mm-hmm, yeah. We have a lot of the opposite. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> a lot of yeah. the better flags mm-hmm. remind you of the other yeah. side, and not so much of, like, the history. Mm-hmm. So I went there, and, and that added, I think, to what I wanted to do with my life. I was like, even though it's just still American culture and, like, what happened here... It opened my eyes to how much, if, if this is something that happened so close to home, what happened in other countries right. that I want to see and experience and learn about? For sure. You, you've heard of Chernobyl? Mm-mm. So it was the explosion of a nuclear plant in Russia, okay. or near Russia, I think. And um, it happened not that long ago, like the 80s. And so what they did, uh, a nuclear plant exploded. Mm-hmm. And Everyone around had to evacuate. The entire city had to evacuate. Still to this day, you can't go there. Damn. Yeah. The radiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the rate and the radiation was so strong. Um, the amount of people who like touched it or were near like died within that year. Yeah. And there were, to this day, still birth effects from people who were living there at that time. And so it, it was like a big event. And I remember watching it, watching this, and being like, "How do I not know this?" And that was the same thing with drive, like when you drive and you travel, and like New Orleans, going through New Orleans, I had no idea. Do you know it burned down like four times? Mm-hmm. New Orleans has burned down, mm-hmm. like yeah, and been flooded over and over. Yeah, the flooding. Yeah, that, but like yep. because of Hurricane Katrina, yeah. they're not. Prior to that, even like a long time. Yeah, so it's flooded completely twice, and then and then Katrina, like the recent ones, mm-hmm. and then the, it's been burnt down like. There's buildings that have been burnt and refinished and burnt and refinished. That's insane. Yeah, and there's just so much... Talk about resilience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much things you don't know that happen until you go. And you're like, wow, 
I am from a town with a population of like a thousand people and I never thought that there was so much to learn out there that I didn't learn in school. And that's the best experience too because granted even if we did learn that shit in school like feeling it and seeing it and like being on the ground you know what I'm saying like it's almost like a full body experience. Mm -hmm. It's like a you know, instead of yeah. like just like watching a two D movie, it's like three yeah. D, like the fucking sound effects, and like the water splashing. Yeah, yeah, like you know? you're, yeah, you're, like you're immersed. There. Yeah, yeah, you're immersed. Um, and so you went to New Orleans. Did mm-hmm. you? What was that trip? Fell like? in love. Really? It was strange because I didn't think I would like New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I associated it as like dirty in my head. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I just instantly associated it with like being dirty, which I did with New York City too. And I got there, and it was very dirty, and I did not like it. I did not like New York City. I went there. I just didn't didn't like it. I did not like it. And um, I love Buffalo, New York. Mm. Yeah, but I just, there was a city. I think it was because when you think New York City, you think celebrities and lights. And it was a rainy day. And there was so much trash on the yeah. road. I mean, like, black trash bags stacked to the ceiling. Like, it was so... I was like, not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's definitely Well, New Orleans lot. was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. But the jazz. <laughs> I didn't know this. Because I was just going to Houston on a completely, like, winging it trip. I didn't know this, so I get there, and I see all these people, like, parked and getting out, and I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? And they're like, the parades are starting. I'm like, what are you talking about? The parades are starting for Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras this week. No way. I am in, like, Mardi Gras Central. What are the odds? Coincidentally. And this was right before COVID, so it was basically the last, like, alive one I had. Last <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy shit. And so, I end up staying. I get a, I do get an Airbnb, because it was New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sleeping in a parking lot in New Orleans, yeah, so, so I did get an Airbnb for, like... Speaking of safety. Yeah, so I did get an Airbnb for, like, a few days there, and I ended up staying for Mardi Gras, and it was, like, the most amazing experience. I was in awe people everywhere they're dressed up like shrimps and like anything you could think of like zebras um there was a dog that was on a per- on a like little just they were on a roller table and the dog had a headdress with feathers on it and they called him madam like something it was like the madam dog and the dog the dog was so chill just sitting there looking at all these crazy people dancing around them and then you're walking down the street and then all of a sudden out of nowhere because the way it works is you, you know you have Bourbon Street, right? Yeah. Like where you can drink and have a good time. So it's, mm-hmm. it's basically there and the street surrounding. And so I'm just walking and it's quiet. And then all of a sudden trumpets start going and trombone and saxophone. And everyone out of nowhere comes and starts dancing. Oh. And I was like, oh, I yeah. Know. It sounds like a movie. <laughs> it was. Just, that's, that's kind of, that will be like when, that was the moment where I was like, I wish I did have someone with me. I wish I could experience this with someone. I right. wish I had someone else to dance with. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where... Just like look at each other and be like, what <laughs> is happening yeah. in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And so it was so much fun. I remember walking. I got like some glitter stickers and put them on my face. And I remember going back to my car and recording a video saying what happened that day and like how amazing it was and how crazy everyone was dressed and how people were walking around thongs and dressed like, you know, Marge Simpson? Yeah. With the blue hair, someone yeah. was dressed like that. Wow. Like people go so there's no, crazy. Like, the theme? Like they're just you do whatever. There's no, there's theme. no theme. There is no theme. You just the rule is there are no rules. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I remember this guy was like spray painted in silver, and he was like doing the street dancing yeah, thing, yeah. and I was like, he looked like a statue, and it was my first time seeing that in real life, and I'm like, oh, I'm in a movie right now. <laughs> like, 
real. And obviously I have gumbo. So <laughs> I go there and I get gumbo for the first time and I'm like drunk. And so I'm like I'm like drooling. I'm like, this is so good. And I say it out loud and someone looked at me and they're like I, they like shake their head and they're like, Yeah, I know, right? And so we end up talking and we become best friends, mm-hmm. like, instantly. And so we're at the bar, and it's me, her, and another girl. And we're talking to the bartender all night, and we just end up chatting, and we're still friends to this day. Oh, yeah. And that's the part of traveling, like, especially if you're, I mean, you're not an introvert. You're very extroverted. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you are going on those experiences, you kind of want to have this open mind of meeting people mm-hmm. and, like, making those connections. Mm-hmm. It makes your trip better. Yeah. You don't want to go there and be so closed off to, like, conversation, small mm-hmm. talk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh. I don't think, I, I think... You do what you're attracted to most, like kind of like in our careers, we take we take what we're naturally good at and we apply it to our careers. I think it's the same with traveling. Mm-hmm. Not many people are going to travel alone, and if they do, they're going to do it in two different ways. I think they are going to keep completely to themselves, be isolated in probably nature or food, right. and or you're going to have those people who book tours and go out and want to talk to as many people as possible right. and get a shared place. Sure. You know, so you, you definitely have those two. Like, I think it, you fall in one category or the other. Yeah, like where nice. you draw the line, I'm not sure, but like. You typically fall on one side. I guess that's your intention for what you're wanting out of the trip in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going there for like a retreat to be by yourself to mm-hmm. isolate, or are you going there because like you're trying to immerse yourself in the culture and the other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, all right, so New Orleans, yeah. where did you head after that? Oh, when I went to Houston. Really? So, yeah. you went straight yep, so I went straight. Yep. So I went straight to Houston after that, and I didn't. I was like, wow, like that was so. Much. Like I'm leaving, and I'm like elated I'm yeah. on cloud nine and I'm like oh gosh like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be I'm a, I'm a believer in signs and like feelings that gut feeling and so I'm like oh, yes let's go yeah and so I go to it's that encouraging. Mm-hmm. so I go to that gym and I didn't exactly have that warm fuzzy feeling I wanted to have at the gym mm-hmm. you know I didn't feel I didn't feel like if I would have stayed there and COVID didn't happen I think it would have been a little bit different but I only went to the gym I mean, I just got a membership. I bought, like, Alpha Lee clothes. <laughs> I'm like, I did get to give my food to them. Like, they tried my food. And so, yeah. And so, like, I never got to hear back from the gym closed. Damn. COVID. And I have a month of an Airbnb that's shared with a five-bedroom house. And each one of the bedrooms are full. Everyone's from a different country. Whoa. Yeah. And so, no one knows if they can go home because COVID officially, like, is serious at this point. And I'm like, I just paid for a month what, with five what strangers. What is this? This was... Is March is in March Mardi Gras, or yeah, I, I think May. But March is when shut down. So so must have been right up. Yeah, because I remember St. Patrick's came. I think yeah, because Alan flew out for St. Patrick's Day. And he was there for St. Patrick's Day. Okay. So yeah, um, so it must have been right at the beginning of March. And I'm like, what? Well, paid for a whole month at this place. Right. And it was funny. Like it was, it was funny because like talking about safety in one of the bedrooms there was like like 300 pound man who like never left his bedroom his curtains were always closed like he barely came out of yeah and like super nice guy really nice guy but like didn't feel super yeah uh, we shared a bathroom uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, yeah. a little mm-hmm. daunting there was I will say there was like there was like a camera because there's five bedrooms and he rents them all out separately there was a camera in the kitchen and a camera in the living room okay. which made me feel comfortable and he he didn't live that far okay Oh, the owner nice. of the Airbnb, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, <laughs> I just remember, once I, once I actually spoke to the guy, I wasn't, like, afraid, but I was like, just the idea. I was nervous, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, was like, I, was like I can't do anything. Right. I, yeah, so, yeah. You can't. And that's, I mean, I think, too, like, I have a lot of ladies, um, 
and you know, kind of messaged me about that. Like, I would want to take a trip, but like, a little hesitant about you know the safety protocols. And so I think a lot of it, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. is just leading with your gut. Mm -hmm. And in situations where, if you feel uncomfortable, like not sleeping in your car and getting an Airbnb or. Yeah. You know whatever that looks like like maybe getting a hotel mm -hmm. instead of a motel like mm -hmm. something looks sketchy mm -hmm. you know just like those kind of instincts instincts yeah basically mm -hmm. we have them yeah like tap into mm -hmm. them and listen to them don't mm -hmm. ignore them um and so you were in houston for how long i ended up leaving because, because i mean everything we went to go to the space station and it was the first thing we tried to go to and it was officially like closed mm -hmm. and i was like okay so the gym's closing this is closed. I, I didn't, I don't think anyone really, you know, we were all kind of like, we didn't know. It was a really confusing time. Yeah, we're like, two weeks, everything's gonna be done. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, for me, it was kind of like, I was like, why are things shutting down? I was like, I don't, I just couldn't ever wrap my hand or, head around that. I like, I didn't understand. I think our day and age hasn't ever experienced a, a pandemic like that, no. so we freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think we needed to handle it that way, which could be a podcast for another day, right? <laughs> but, um, in my opinion, I was just like really confused. The fact that there was no toilet paper was like baffling. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And so I just picked up my entire life in my car and traveled somewhere that I only got an Airbnb for a month because I assumed I was gonna get a job here. All the jobs I'd have applied at are closed because guess what? I work at a gym. <laughs> so I'm like, the fuck am I gonna do? And so I'm like, well, this was fun. I'm gonna make a road trip out of it, and so I keep going. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. I'm like leaving Houston. Gonna make a road trip out of this. Like no, I, I think I left early. I think okay. I left like a little bit early, but um, it was cool though because there was like a, uh, some people from Germany there, mm -hmm. and like they were speaking German, and there were some people from oh, three other places, and they were speaking whatever language from those places, right. <laughs> and it was they were all oh, so, um, Indian speaking. Yeah, the language? I don't know the language. Uh, yeah, whatever that is. Okay. Uh, they're cooking something on the stove, and they were really sweet. Everyone's really nice, but it's all men. And this one, oh my gosh. And this, one this one woman's Chinese, and mm -hmm. she was super sweet. And she like, she, she told me, she told me something like how to say something, and it stuck with me. And it's gonna come to me like tomorrow morning as I'm <laughs> making breakfast. Right. But she she had two kids, so it was like her with her two kids, Aww. and then like these three guys from Germany, these two guys from India, <laughs> and then that one. 400 pound guy in the other bedroom, and then me. Where's he from? Where? I don't know. And so, probably Texas. And, um, what a mix of people. And so we're all in the kitchen at the same time, and everyone's speaking a different language. And they're like cooking peppers and onion, literally like those freeze dried peppers, or yeah. those freezed up, those dried out peppers. Mm -hmm. Like chili peppers. With like a whole onion. And I can't remember what else was in the pan, but I was like, you're about to eat that? You're about to eat, like, dried peppers and, and onions? <laughs> so and, and it was cool because, you know, you're seeing what these people are making. It's, yeah. it's just, it was really neat. And I was talking to people from Germany, and they were like, yeah, we don't know if we can go home. And I was like, and they, I think they ended up going home. But it was, it was really cool. Because um, you're all kind of, like, experiencing, which is not the greatest thing, but, like, this collective trauma at the same time. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's about to go down? And that was the first time I felt unity around the world. Mm. Because we're all, we, it was something we all, all were going through. Right. It was something that and kind all of. All in the same kitchen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All different corners yeah. of the world, but all under yep. one roof experiencing the same thing. Mm -hmm. With our That's eyes crying from the onions that that guy was cooking. Yeah. <laughs> from the onions. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was cool to see. I was like, this is what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making eggs. <laughs> yeah. Protein shake mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you kept going. Where did you go? I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Oh. I think I planned on making this road trip, and I wanted to go up to Cadillac Ranch mm. in um, in Texas, and there was somewhere else I wanted to go. I 
think that's when I ended up going to Arizona. Yeah, I went to Arizona. No, no, I think I might have just gone back home because of COVID. Yeah, COVID, yeah, I think COVID. Oh, because Planet Fitness is shut down, and that's where I shower. Oh. I had to go home. I had to go home, so I was forced to. Right. And so. just got a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like. So once that happened, it, it really, and I think I was already, like, heading somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, like, I left Houston to go on this grand road trip that I thought was going to be so much fun. Which is funny because it, actually a lot of road trippers started at that time. Like sleeping in your car and traveling in a van. Like right. that's like all the rage during COVID. I didn't, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. After like, after their initial four week shutdown right. of, of once things kind of opened up a little bit, people were like, "Well, I'm going to make the most of it." And, For and, sure. and or at least you know how you see on Instagram what you're interested in. Yeah. Obviously, like I see all the people who are ruining van life. Yeah. And so. I have a friend that. I was interested in that. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool. It's really cool. It's very expensive to start up, though. That's why I kind of right. just did the SUV life. <laughs> which which leads me to when I actually did renovations on my car. So COVID COVID's done. Planet Fitness is like opened back up. I can actually shower. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's such a specific detail. Yeah. But like, it's the difference between you going home and going back on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So I was like, then that's when it really hit me. Like this is kind of serious. And then. Obviously, like I'm sure most people did, went through a major depression when I got home because I don't have a job. I don't have, and I'm, and I'm, I'm back marketing, like doing what we do for real estate. Mm-hmm. And it, that didn't bring me a lot of joy. It wasn't something I was super eager about to do at the time. Right. But we're doing it. Don't love it. You can't, people are being weird. Some people are your friends and they, they still don't mind hanging out with you. Some don't. It was, it was, it it's was just like, yeah. It was weird. Weird waters mm-hmm. happening at that yep. time. And so once that passed, and I think, I mean, some didn't, but some kind of, like, got a little bit more lighthearted about seeing other people in the mask thing. And, and people were kind of fed up at this point. And some gyms were like, no, nah, we're opening. Right. Around that point, I was, like, itching. And I was like, I have to go somewhere. Right. I have to leave. Like, I, I need it. I need it badly. And so, Especially because your trip got cut short. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. didn't fully get to yeah. live that out. Since, and that was, that was officially when I stopped meal prepping. Mm-hmm. That was officially when I was like, I'm not doing it anymore, and a lot of people were cooking at home anyway at that time because we're yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah. So it's not not a good time to do what I did. No, I yeah. stopped March twenty, March twenty twenty because yep. I was about to move to Atlanta. I was about to move literally the week that everything shut down was the week I was supposed to go down to Atlanta to do my week training for the gym that I was going to work at down there. Uh, and everything then, shut down. Yep. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> if I to be in yeah. that little. 200 square foot studio with one window mm-hmm. and carpet and like no AC. Things always work out. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, they Things do. Things work out. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad I stayed mm-hmm. in Charlotte. But, yeah. um, and it was okay. after, and it was, cause like I said, like I was elated after New Orleans. Yeah. When I got to Houston and I told you I didn't have those warm, and then COVID came. Yeah. And it was like, I wasn't having these warm, fuzzy feelings, but I probably would have toughed it out. Right. And who, like, I probably would have stayed in Houston if it wasn't for COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think where I'm at now I'm I'm really happy because I did end up traveling from that experience like I wasn't that wasn't a road trip that was me moving to Texas it just ended up being road trips after that (laughs) so the next one was um the next one was I think when I decided to go to Wyoming there's two different ones. I'm getting them mixed up. Did you? How many road trips have you been on? Three. So, so if you count that one, yeah, there's would. there's three official. The three officially. Okay. And these are all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, I think I went back to. There was one for some reason I went to Dallas, and I think that was towards the end of 2020. I went to Dallas. I'm not sure if I made it. 
I'm not sure if this was a road trip or what, but I remember being in Dallas, and I, you basically go the same route as like going through New Orleans mm-hmm. to into Houston, but like you're up higher. And so I remember being in Dallas, and I loved it. As yeah. soon as I got there, I was like, "Oh, this is much better than Houston." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I like this." I still can't tell you why I went there. I have no idea why I chose to go back to Texas. I think it was because I was giving che- Texas another chance. I vaguely remember this because yeah. we were kind of in communication at this point. I think you were like, "Because you didn't get the full experience there, you wanted to try it again." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I feel like that's what it was. And um, talk about spontaneity. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being there, and Alan actually, was, we were talking, and he actually just ended up flying there. I ran out, a be- this this is when I found a bedroom that was females only. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there for a month, and I loved the roommate. The roommate was, like, never home. She worked out. She ate. She was, like, a clean eater. Very clean. The only the only other person who could stay there was a woman, because it said females only on the ad. And I was like, oh, this is, Lesson learned again this is perfect. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was a lot pickier at the second Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. And so I got that one for a month because if you do it for a month, so I'm, I'm a big, when I travel, I want to immerse myself yeah. where I'm at. Like short trips, I'm the type of person that I have OCD, so I, I have to have everything in a certain place before I can feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I need to like put all my clothes away. I can't live out of bed. I can't live out of bed. All my things have to be in a certain place. And it's just, it's annoying, but like I live that way. For sure. So it makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so my car was the same way though, which was annoying. So that, Having OCD and sleeping in your car yeah. every single day, I had to make my bed, and every single day I had to make sure all my dirty clothes were in a certain spot. All of my clothes, like everything, had to be clean every day. I get that though. It took like, like an hour every day just yeah. of maintenance, just of just cleaning. Yep, yep. Just I mean, but you're better off for that because who wants to travel messy in the slums? Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like you need that mm-hmm. area to be clean. And I did think that that was just a me thing, but once again, after seeing a whole bunch of people doing van life, yeah. they, they're. They were like, oh, okay, you can relate to me. All right. Yeah. It's not just me. It's not right. just because I have quirks. It's because, like, you have to when you're living in such a small place. Well, yeah. You have to keep it clean. For sure. And and Dallas, I remember Alan, Alan flew in there. This is, like, I remember it was Halloween. And I met these random people at lunch, and they invited me to a Halloween party. Makes sense. I didn't have anything to wear, so I just put some lingerie on and bought some wings. <laughs> And I was a Victoria's Secret angel. <laughs> and I'm going out in Dallas with these random people. I just met him who invited me to a house party oh. in some lingerie <laughs> and some wings. <laughs> and I had a Victoria's Secret bag. I don't know why. <laughs> Victoria's Secret. She really said it. Yeah. In case you guys were confused, yeah. um, I'm a model. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was so much fun. I just remember that. And... I had way better feelings than I did about Houston, and it, it was is a feeling. everyone was my. It seemed like my age, like in their twenties, but not married with kids, and it was it was nice. It was, it was liberating. Met all these people, like they were all so nice, and I was I was like, this is what I wanted. This is the feeling I was looking for in Houston that I didn't find, and I don't think I, I think I just stayed there for the month, and then I actually really want to pull up like what. I'm gonna like look through my photos real yeah. quick because I feel like, Do you get, like a getting that yeah getting those two mixed up. I do this thing where I regularly delete all of my photos because I post all the best ones. Do you? And yeah, so I'm not one of those people. OCD. I regularly delete everything. How many on my photos phone. do you have in your log total? Right now, three thousand six hundred. Dang, you want to clean that out? I have like twelve thousand. I, I and I actually go through like I I go through regularly. And clean these out. I, I go through my photos regularly just to look at them. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm such a reminiscer. Like, mm-hmm. I love just like looking at old photos. 
I, I do. Th actually, I do do that a lot. I just love doing. That. I love my that's like past experiences. Yes, yeah. that's the point of me taking pictures. I'm like, not one of those people who are like. I have no shame in taking photos. I don't either. A bunch. I don't either. Anywhere I go. Yeah, I literally like, don't care. Can't you just go and enjoy the? No. I'm like, I'm also I'm gonna enjoy moment, it, but though. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, this isn't. I'm not sitting here like taking them, editing them, trying mm -hmm. to post them, kind of whatever in the moment. Like, no, I'm taking a bunch of flicks because mm -hmm. this is special to me. This is a moment that I want to capture and I want to relive mm -hmm. via those photos. And I do like every time I look at any of the photos of me anywhere, I'm like. Oh, I loved that moment, yes. and it makes me happy. And I'm so thankful that I took that photo at that time. Exactly. I get pissed. I remember I went to my first time in California was summer 2020, and um, there's like different. This sounds maybe silly, but like I obviously take camera photos, but then I'm uh -huh. like Snapchat photos, which are like more casual, just like videos of like the experience. Uh huh. And I restarted my phone, and I lost all of them. And to this day, I'm still upset about that because like those are just memories that are just lost. You know what I'm saying? I have the memories in my head, but just, I don't know, those little nuances and like things that happen that you don't remember, mm -hmm. like little inside jokes. And yeah, I'm all for taking pictures. Mm -hmm. Like why the hell not? Obviously I have like 15,000 of them that I don't delete because I'm a warder. Those photos. Okay, yeah, I guess I have Dallas. Yep, deleted Dallas. Yeah, I have, I, I'm telling you, when I go through and I delete stuff, delete? It's, yeah. From your I delete, Yeah, if it's not post, yeah. I'm just one of those type of people like, I don't care. I don't. I'm not. You should like put them in a folder on like, a computer. I feel like if I really wanted that moment, it's posted, and I can go to my Facebook. My Facebook is like a photo dumping. Really? Yeah. I'm not friends with you on Facebook. I have like a lot of my albums are actually. Pri I have so many albums on Facebook that are private because it's, I dump all my photos okay. and then okay. clear it out That's from fair. my. So yeah. you have them mm -hmm. somewhere. They're yep. just not. Okay. This is that photo I was trying to show you before. So for people behind the microphone, I'm showing her the very first trip I went on and ha all the stuff I had in my car. So I had like an excessive amount. Like I had a bathing suit. Like why do I, I don't need my bathing suit hanging up, but it, it was in my car. Right. And like, see the Whole Foods car I was talking about? Yeah. Like, this is all the stuff the I like. And so I have an SUV, so it was really comfortable to like lay my car down. Did you downsize the second road trip? Like, did you learn from that one? That you, oh you yeah. Oh trip? yeah. Even oh, you want to hear something crazy that happened on this trip? There we go. So you can see it now. So I had it laid down. Those are the clothes that were hanging up. Oh, yeah. that gives me yeah. so much satisfaction. That's so organized. Yeah, that's I think so satisfying. that's my bath mat now. <laughs> it looks like a bath mat it, for it, sure. It was. <laughs> I bought it these. I bought these things that went on the back of my um my chair that were organizers so they went on the back of both of my car seats and oh, they organized nice. all my things like your toiletries mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. yep and so that was before this is before mardi gras before that year before everything went crazy oh and this is someone i met so you meet so many people in the bathrooms when you're traveling this woman i met her in a ymca bathroom we were but she was traveling from new york to florida i was traveling from north carolina to texas we met in the bathroom both showering and sleeping in our cars, and she oh. showed me her setup, and we stay. We're like pen pals. We stay connected to this day. That's so fun. Yeah, her name's Elizabeth. She was a, she's she's like, and I, she was my grandmother's age. What was she traveling for? My grandmother's age. Liberation. She was um she was traveling because she had a property that was inherited to her, mm -hmm. and she went to go take care of it. She was gonna go take care of it and clean it up and get it sold or something. And they made a trip out of it. Mm -hmm. cool. And she was, and I just remember her being my like I asked her the next day like how you know how old are you? and we're I mean we're talking like. We're talking like me and you talk. I mean, there's not a dull moment. We're just talking about our lives, our stories, our boyfriends, our love lives, <laughs> spirituality. We're talking about all these things. And, you know, as I'm talking, I'm like, wow, like, friendship has no boundaries. I mean, this woman is my grandmother's age, hiking with me, sleeping in her car. Yeah. Like, that, that was, that, it was really, it was really cool, yeah. I haven't met some, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it is. 
Yeah, no, I remember, I don't know what happened after Dallas. <laughs> I'd love, to, I would love to tell you, but I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what happened. 2020 or 2021? 2021. Okay. Mm. 2020. At the end of 2020, I went to Dallas. Cannot tell you what happened Dallas was such just been so spectacular that everything after it just kind of fell mm-hmm. by the wayside. Oh, that's when I went through Tennessee. Okay, so I went to, through Tennessee. And I went, oh, I remember it okay, now. Okay, okay. So, sorry, I just picked up. There's the, my photos at the Ark and the photos in Tennessee. Fun. And so it jogged my memory. So <laughs> remember how I said it wasn't hot? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't hot. It was really, really fucking cold. <laughs> It was October. Oh, okay. I think I wanted to go to what I wanted to go to the Tetons, which is the all the mountains I have on my Instagram now. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go there. Where are they? In Wyoming. Okay. I wanted to go there. I saw them, and it was like a dream of mine. It looked amazing, and I'm like, I'm gonna go there. It's October, October eighth, I think, and I'm like, fuck it, and telling everyone I'm going. One person said, probably, probably gonna need some like chains around your tire, and I'm like. Once again, um, re- reminding me of the uh, San Francisco is coming back in my head at this yeah. point, right? And I'm like, oh, weather is is something you have Climate. to look at. Yeah. yeah, up north, yeah. So the Midwest, and um, I remember. So from North Carolina, I go through Tennessee. Have a great time in Tennessee. I go to that waterfall and I hike this waterfall. Get all the way to this bottom, the bottom of this waterfall that I went out of my way to go see. Get to the bottom, and there's a sign that says you can't go because the water level's too high. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I keep going. Yeah. So I keep going, and I get to where I see where I see what they meant with the the water levels, and you mm-hmm. couldn't pass. Mm-hmm. And it was so much. It was so much fun though, because I remember I was gonna make a cool. This is when I first got into recording and taking photos of my travels. Right. And <laughs> I put up my camera, and I recorded me like crossing where the water was too high, and I've got like my leggings on and my bathing suit, and like got my backpack on. I'm crossing, treading water. Right. <laughs> like, it's up to my waist. And then I go a little bit further down, and I realize that there was somewhere you could clearly walk across. You're, like, looking over. It's, like, off yeah. camera, like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, road less traveled. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was fun. But that, that was when I first started, I remember, like, recording and taking photos of my travels. And I get, after Tennessee, I go to St. Louis, go on to see the Ark. And I was like, oh, this is so epic. This is so much fun. Um, let's go. St. Louis. Like, I'm here. We're going to have a good time. And then I go and sleep, and it's really, 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 really cold, <laughs> and I'm pain. I'm in pain that night. Damn. I am so cold. I'm wearing my thermals. I've got everything. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think Wyoming's a good idea. So I oh. get. So I'm six, ten, twenty hours north to the Midwest okay. at this point, and I'm like. Let's go back to Texas. <laughs> you in Texas. And that's when Dallas came in. Oh, that's when okay, da- okay, so okay, that was okay. what was before Dallas. So I didn't go straight yeah. to Dallas. I was like, why? I knew there was something before Dallas. Okay, so you that's what was before. You went. That's what was before Dallas. Yeah, I remember going up north. I remember, so yeah. Like, so that's what brought me back to Dallas. That's a little brick. Yeah. I'm gonna go back down south. Yeah, yeah. I'm south. I was like, let's try Texas again. And that's when that happened. So that's when I went to Texas, and that was a fun trip. That one was. That one was not planned. Obviously, at right. all. I did not think I was going to Texas. I didn't think, yeah. Because, like, you were making this kind of decision. Mm-hmm. 
rationally based mm -hmm. on weather. And so your third excursion, your third road trip, is when you went all the way out to to, to Wyoming, to where I actually wanted to go. Yeah, so I finally went to Wyoming, and I stopped in South Dakota. And South Dakota had a lot of hiking trails I wanted to go see. But um, <laughs> with the hiking trails, I didn't realize that, you know, most of the photos you see are, like, in the middle of summer. <laughs> Everything's green Less and beautiful. Hard, right? Yeah, so I get there and it's just brown. <laughs> the lake looks brown. <laughs> Everything that was supposed to be pretty was brown. And I'm like, well, at least the stars are really pretty here. So the, yeah. the, the sky was, is, I've never seen. It was so dark in my car, I couldn't see anything. Like, the most pitch black I've ever experienced in my life. And I'm. And it was, it was, it was scary quiet. And then all of a sudden you hear a moo. <laughs> just a moo. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's the only thing I hear. And you can just see every single star in the sky. And it was one of those nights where, if you, if you take a photo of the sky now, like, you'd see, like, the moon, right? Yeah. It was, you took a photo and you could see every star in that photo. Wow. It was that dark. And so I remember, I just remember being in complete silence, completely alone. I was done with South Dakota. And silent. <laughs> it was like, it was the first time that nothing was going on, nothing was moving, and it was a big kind of like self-reflection, and I was kind of started thinking about the places I've been, thinking about where I want to go, what's after this, How you got here. what I'm going to learn on this trip, and so then I was like, that was the first moment I was so proud of myself. That was the first moment I was like, this is real. I am doing this. All these other trips were so random and weird and unexpected that it's almost like it never sunk in. Right. And I think for the first time with complete silence, I was like, I am doing this. I am, I'm in South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> in South Dakota, yeah. sitting in the back of my car. With some cows. Yeah, with some cows. <laughs> like under a speckled sky. Yeah, and, I'm, and, and that was the first time it hit me. I'm like, I'm doing this. Like, I'm actually doing this. And I think this trip was 20 days. Okay. And, um... With driving being like two days in the beginning and two days at the end, and a lot in the middle. And this one was fun because that next day I went to see the Devil's Tower, which is that one thing that just like sticks up out of the ground. It <laughs> looks like a like a thimble that when you, you know how you sew, yes. you put a thimble on your thumb. Yes. It looked like one of those like poking out of the ground. And so I went to go see that, and I was like, all right, I've seen it, and I'll, I keep going. <laughs> and that was the first time my uncle let me use his drone, and it was the first time I took the drone out. And I remember like flying it, and the first thing I did was hit a tree. And I was like, I'm not going to take the drone out anymore. <laughs> so I didn't take it out until I went to um, Utah. That's what I was looking at. I was looking at your Instagram yesterday, and I saw all the videos of you with the drones in, like, a super open mm -hmm. space. That looked incredible. That was, um, that was the Salt Flats in Utah. So that was my friend Sierra that travels a lot. Mm -hmm. she, she's, her Instagram's actually, she is actually probably, if you ask what, what my inspiration was to travel, it was her and her Instagram. Mm. And how I based a lot of my photos and how I tried to start posting was completely based on her Instagram. Okay. Um, almost 100%. Her and like two other, two, two other like actually famous people. But she's very lighthearted with her stuff and it comes across very like natural. And she's good at it. She doesn't make any money on it. It's not her thing. Like she doesn't post for like, like she's just like, mm. Yeah. I have a beautiful Instagram. Right. <laughs> I have a and, beautiful life, yeah. And at this point, I was kind of, I, I did want to make, like, a blog. I wanted to be a blogger or have all this content to post throughout time. Well, when you're by yourself, it's really hard to get photos. <laughs> and living in your car, you can't charge everything. So I had to go, like, truck stops 
plug all my stuff in or go to Planet Fitness at night and like plug all my stuff in and let it charge. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't as easy as I thought it was to get content. You have to really know your camera and have more tools and have something to charge things. And that's when I learned like for my the next trip I do go on, I'm definitely gonna have those those things. But um, this was the one where we took the back seats out of my car for this trip, and the, the, I don't have them anymore. I don't have the back seat of my car. It's still the platform. <laughs> and so Alan went with me to Home Depot, and for like $100, we created a sleeping platform. And so now it's completely flat. Yeah, so now it's completely flat in my back seat. And I just keep it there because now I have dogs, and dogs are always in the back seat, so I, don't, I just don't. No one's in my back seat anyway. Like, it's an excuse not to take people places. And <laughs> Who's driving? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know my friend DP, I had to take yes. him somewhere once, and I'm like, you're going to have to like lay down in the back. I'm like Uber, but you can take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, so um, you, you, don't, you don't buckle in. You just hold on to those little bars on the side. Just brace yourself. Mm-hmm. That, was a lot, that was a lot of fun. That was funny. But uh, so this is when we like did the sleeping platform. I'm, like, I'm gonna be a travel blogger. This is what I'm gonna do, and that's when I, I realized like it it's hard to create, get, create content. It, it's it's not what it seems. Amazing content, <laughs> by the way. Like just like not even me like blowing up your head. Like it is some professional next level shit. Thank you. I really do mean that. I really appreciate that. It's actually um the camera I took all those photos on are like a Panasonic camera. Mm-hmm. To this day, I don't really know how to use it. <laughs> no idea. All my photos are taken from videos. I just put it, I record it, and I'll just, like, get a, because I can't, I don't know how to work my camera. I've never had a remote for it. I've never had anything. I like that, though, yeah. because it's, like, mm-hmm. movement. You're not just having to, like, click, click, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can kind of just move freely yep. and then look at it later. Mm-hmm. So, it was fun, and that's when reels were all the rage, and, like, mm-hmm. reels are how you create, you know, traction to your page now, and so I knew I, I wanted to create those, and so I, I was, I was doing really well with it, and I wanted to keep going. Um, but then I realized it wasn't content I wanted to create, and it wasn't, it wasn't all about the pretty. Fo- I, I want, I still want good photos. I want someone with me to help me take these photos. Like I would love to have an Instagram like Sierra's, but not just Instagram. She creates photo books after every single one of her travels, and so she has this book that looks like a yearbook almost, and it's all the photos blown up from her travels into a book, and that's what I wanted. It wasn't about Instagram. Yes, I wanted to post on Instagram, but it, it was more about having those memories. I want to look back on a young me in you know the salt flats or in the mountains and look at a young beautiful unwrinkled youthful <laughs> me you know i want to see that when i'm old i want those photos to look back on and i want them to be phenomenal <laughs> like, i don't just want a selfie Pristine. yeah like i want it to look really pretty right. and so at that point that's why i tried so hard on that trip to take photos and i almost took a little bit of the fun out of it because there's like a level of perfectionism there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. and i didn't like that and so during the trip i was like we're gonna relax and take it lightheartedly from here on out and so the salt flats were after the the thimble i was telling you about devil's tower mm-hmm. the i checked the weather i actually checked the weather in the, in the tetons in wyoming and when i checked the weather it was gonna be really rainy and i'm like i just drove 30 hours across the country and it's going to be rainy for the next two days and so I put that on my story and my friend Sierra says what about going to the salt flats and I was like that's actually where I wanted to go when I went to um when we were in Dallas oh everything's clicking after Dallas (laughs) after Dallas when Alan flew we went to Arizona together after got it okay and that's when we went to the um that's when we went to not Grand Canyon but we just hung out in Arizona like Mm -hmm. in Phoenix I think at that point um and then I drove back but I was so close to the salt flats I remember I wanted to go and I messaged her and I was like oh I want to go to the salt flats so bad that's actually a really good idea I looked at the weather and it was sunny 
and gorgeous. It was like six hours out of my way, so 12 hours out of my way in total. Right. And so I was on the fence, but I just drove there. I just drove straight there. Yep. So I, I think it was like probably another at least 20 hours from my actual last trip in like South Dakota to the Salt Flats. And so I go there, sleep at Planet Fitness, go there in the morning. This is cool. This is my favorite person I've ever met. When I'm in the Salt Flats, I'm driving my car as fast as I can go. <laughs> and just yeah, because that's what they're known for. That's what the salt flats are known for. Is like people drag race there. Mm. And so I wanted to go. And the salt flats are cool because when it's rainy and wet, it's glassy, mm. and you can see reflections. You can get some gorgeous reflections. And it's pink, orange, blue. It's anytime you go, it's gonna be completely different. Like if I go back now, it's not gonna look anything like it did before. Like wow. you can get completely different photos every time you go there. Um, I remember driving my car like really, 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 really fast, and I see these people, and I just. Pull my car up next to him. I'm like, hey guys, you want to take a video of me in my car? <laughs> and I started talking to him. And you know, we start talking. They're like, you know, what's your Instagram? I'm like, peanut butter jelly. <laughs> All spelled out. <laughs> and uh, I show them the back seat. They're like, oh, this is cool. And they look at my camera equipment. And they're like, hey, would you help us take a video? And so they get in my car. They have epic equipment, insane amount of, of all this stuff, like crazy gimbals, giant lenses. I'm like, over here with my, yeah. I lost my lens cap to my camera two years ago. <laughs> I would just have myself. Yeah. Like, Can you guys I know, yeah. <laughs> so I remember doing that, and so like this random guy gets in my car, and he's like hanging his um, camera out of the window, and they start driving, and they're creating like some content, I guess. And what then you just drove off with your car. <laughs> well, I, I was in. It. I was driving. Oh, I was driving. <laughs> Okay. I was this like, is, yeah. yo, you just let two strangers yeah. hop in your way. Yeah, they should have been, they were cute. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember being like, um, I was like, I was like, they're like young, friendly people. There was three of them, but there was like other people they were with yeah. that were all the females. And, um, I think they had an RV out there and then this vehicle and that they rented and, or got handed to them because I found out later they're sponsored. Mm-hmm. And so I find this, I, I like, look, I didn't look it up at the time because I'm traveling, right? After I get home, I look at this guy's Instagram. And he's like a fucking professional ass photographer, travels the world, went to like Mount Fuji. Jeez. Using your car. And I'm like, look at all my photos and my travels I went on in the US. Like, but it's so appreciated yeah. because they know the work that goes behind yeah. that. Like, not everyone's gonna pick up uh-huh. and drive 30 hours mm-hmm. to Utah, you know? Yeah, but they're, they're, that was really cool. And so, between, like I said, between that, it, that's when the next level hit. As soon as I saw their Instagram, I was like, I want more. Yeah. I want more. I like so that's when I started ever since that last trip and going to Wyoming mm-hmm. after the Salt Flats. After that is when I was like, I'm saving for epic trips. Yeah, like what is your next move? What's your next trip? What's your next Honestly I wanna go back to Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Tetons. The mountains. Yeah. I love that's that just place. So yeah. funny because you're like, I'm gonna do something epic that I've ever done before. I'm gonna go back to Wyoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably at Washington after. Well, because yeah. you know, my cancel my trip this year got canceled. Two of my trips this year got no, canceled. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Washington. Okay. I'm like really excited. I get a new drone. I get a new camera. Mm-hmm. Brand new camera. That I make the first thing I'm ever making payments on. Right. And I'm like, it's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I buy these lenses, and I'm so excited. I'm like tra- practicing with it so I can take footage. I get a GoPro. Mm. I book this ski the ski resort oh and ski ticket. What ski was lift. This, supposed to be for? this was in uh, January. Okay. And so, what I do is because, you know, I learned my lesson with the weather a few times, so I message everyone, I'm like, hey, will a girl from North Carolina who's driven in, like, ice 
be able to drive up here in snow. And so I message as many, I look up tags mm. and locations, and everyone who was in Leavenworth, which is where I was about to go, I messaged everyone I could on Instagram, and I like sent the same message, like, hey, I'm from North Carolina, is there any advice you have for being here? Everyone told me, yeah, you probably want to cancel this trip because there's a snowstorm coming. Damn. Yeah. So, I have a flight credit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so nonchalant. Yep, yep. And a ski lift ticket I can redeem whenever I want. <laughs> but at least, I mean, good on you for asking because imagine thinking back to that first California trip you took where you were packing bathing suits to go to Northern California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you learned your lesson. I would have been stuck, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They said, I called the, all the places for rental cars, and they said that they couldn't guarantee me a, what do you call it, a four-wheel drive? Yeah. yeah. they couldn't guarantee me a four-wheel drive. And I was like, well, if you can't guarantee that, I can't guarantee I can drive. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I need my safety pretty guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time, like, I canceled a trip based on, like, not having it. I didn't want to wing it, and I really wanted to go there. And then Puerto Rico was canceled because I'm not vaccinated, and I didn't know you had, I, I was Damn, even you know, now? You yeah. have to be vaccinated to go there? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go there, and um, like I think I went to go schedule my first shot, per- perfectly timed to where like I could get my first and my second, but then I didn't learn you have to have it for 14 days after your second before you can travel. And I was like, can't we just predate this thing? Yeah. And like, <laughs> on the plane, man. <laughs> like. Yeah, at this point, I was like, I'll wear a fishbowl on my head, you guys. Like, <laughs> please, like, let me go. Yeah. Have you been before? Mm-hmm. It's so fun. I went to Puerto Rico my sophomore year college with two of my best friends and um we kind of did the nomadic way of traveling there and like went to every I mean it's a really small island so we went to every kind of little pocket mm-hmm. I guess we were there for a week and we probably mm-hmm. stayed in five different Airbnbs oh, like wow. yeah we went to Rincon we went to old San Juan we were in like new San Juan what like the year summer okay it was summer yeah yeah <laughs> so it was a lot of fun we went to LGK like the rainforest like it was just yeah, it was beautiful because I have, like I said, I'm not well traveled, and so that for me was just like a, and the, the way to do it because I don't want to go to a resort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's not, not saying it's a bad way to travel. I'd be happy doing, mm-hmm. you know, anything. You don't get an experience here, but it's not immersive. You know, mm-hmm. like I want to be there with the people. We're like riding up these fucking narrow ass mountain roads where we lose service. We're all cussing each other yeah. out because we like don't know where we're yeah. going. We end up at this beautiful waterfall. Like those kind of experiences are much better than like being in a safety net of mm-hmm. a resort. You know, mm-hmm. it is a safety net, like which is fine. Everyone has their mm-hmm. modality of traveling, but I want to do it for the experience mm-hmm. and to like get out of my comfort zone, you know, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. That was fun. I, and that's one thing, like, I, I wish I had friends, like, all my things are so last minute. Yeah. I want friends to travel with. My, my, Give me some time. I'll my, some time. <laughs> my solo travels aren't necessarily, like, I intended them to be solo. Like, I, it's not like I'm like, I'm going to do this by myself. No, right. it's like, I have to do this by myself. Yeah. Well, I saw this thing the other day. It was probably a tweet because I'm always on Twitter. But, like, it was like, stop waiting on people to take that trip. Like, go. Mm-hmm. Go by yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's so empowering. Um especially because there are a lot of hesitancies behind it. Like, I try to encourage my friends, like, start small. Like, go to grab dinner by yourself. You know what I mean? A lot of people haven't. A lot of people haven't and won't and are afraid to. And I'm like, start small. Like, go to a Yafo kitchen or a Kava where it's not, you're not Mm -hmm. sitting at a table in the middle of a packed restaurant by yourself. Mm -hmm. But, like, where, you know, you're being waited on. But go, order, sit down, don't take it to go. You know, like, those small little things add up to the larger 
taking a road trip by mm -hmm. yourself. And I just think it's great to get to know yourself on an intimate level, yeah. you know? Which I think, yeah, doing, does it have to be traveling? Like, it, it, it can literally, I mean, do you ever go and just have like a drink by yourself? Yeah. yeah, like I, I mean, I, I love, it. love it. Yeah, I love it. For sure. All yeah. the work bins and like, uh -huh. it was so funny. I was sitting on my couch, it was like probably a month ago, and it was after a Sunday of meal prep. Hey, and yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like dead. I'm yeah, like, I'm tired. PJ's on, I already mm -hmm. showered, like watching Netflix, and I'm like, damn, I want an old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so I literally. Because that strikes you sometimes. You know, <laughs> I was like, I need whiskey. I wasn't craving a beer, I wasn't craving wine. I'm like, we pour me a little bit more. I'm like, I want whiskey. Mm -hmm. And so I literally get ready. I'm like, makeup, hair, little fit on, go down to Workman's. And it ended up being that feeling of how you, I mean, this is such like a, you know, a small scale example, but when you do things like that, there is a feeling that you're kind of looking for of like, I don't want to go there and, you know, the vibe be off or whatever. I went there, mm -hmm. two of my favorite bartenders were working. The music, the playlist was like R&B soul, which is what I listened yep. to. The people at the bar were super cool. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's just the good karma that mm -hmm. you get for having good intentions of like, I want to spend time with myself. I want to do this thing. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. I want to rip off the bandaid, you know, but it, it's always worth it. Regardless, you're going to learn something. Mm -hmm. I say do it. Yeah. And I love, every I, love, time. I love a long time. I do love a long time. I, I enjoy spending, it's funny, I have a friend of mine who can't spend a second with herself and that's, and that's just it, it's okay like it's not a bad like she's she works her some people are like that yeah some people need to be around people all the time for sure and she'll tell you this like she'll be like you know no i need i need attention 24 mm -hmm. <laughs> and um and which is honest but you know yourself yeah. yeah and i think that's another beautiful part about life is we we all do things differently and you have to cater your life and what you do and your friends and your your habits to like how you want to live you know and how you accept being happy and comfortable mm -hmm. a lot of people want to force themselves in, in situations in it, which i think to some degree it's fun to like put yourself in situations to be uncomfortable yeah. to grow but at the same time I, there's power in knowing what makes you comfortable yes not if you're going to have a panic attack mm -hmm. don't put yourself in yeah. that kind of scenario mm -hmm. but like if you can step outside the mm -hmm. box like your outside of the box can be taking an international trip alone yeah. whereas someone else's outside of the box can literally be having a drink at the bar by themselves mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's the concept. It's not so much the execution of what that looks like, but it's what it symbolizes mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. of what's going to make you feel empowered in, in your own power. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard. Not you know, not everyone. I mean, it took me a minute to get there, like to be able to sit down by myself and yeah. have a drink, but like and not look at my phone. Yeah, you know, that's a big yeah. thing too. Like I'm not trying to hide. Trying to figure out what to look at. Like you're and think Literally, about yeah. yes. when you when you don't have your phone, and I, I love practicing that. Mm -hmm. I love. I love going places with my friends and leaving my phone in my car mm. or turning it off and putting it in my phone, like not even taking photos or anything. Like using other people's phones to take photos, but yeah. still like photos. <laughs> but you know, I, I like I practice that sometimes mm. and even now, regularly practicing it for a few years now, I feel uncomfortable. Mm. It makes me uncomfortable to be like, What am I gonna look at? Like, what am I what am I looking at right now? Like I, you don't have you don't have anything to take your we're so used to having something to take, take our, attention our attention now. And it's funny because it's like passive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I think for me, that is why I travel. For me, I enjoy time by myself away from everybody so much. And when I'm here, I'm tempted. I want to go out all the time. I want to see my friends all the time. Because you are a very social person. You're not like this introvert hermit crowd. No, and it's weird. It's funny, too, because, like, I would say I have, like, we've, we've seen each other a few times, mm -hmm. you know? And if you ask any of my friends, it would have been the one time, like, you saw them that year. Oh, because yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, Same. I don't, 
go out with the same people all the time, so I don't have a super close friend group that like are my people. I, I have I have friends that I'm close with, and I would call them my close friends. But I don't want to hang out with you every weekend for you to be my friend. Yeah, no, I can see. We're past that point yeah. of you know in adult insecure adult friendships. Mm-hmm. I think you should be past that point of like yeah. needing to see or talk to you every mm-hmm. day. My best friends, I see their twins. I see them once a year, maybe, like, and then randomly if I go home a lot, I'll see them like four times in one month. But like, we went a whole like year and a half without seeing each other, and then we see each other and we're nothing's changed. Yeah, yeah nothing's mm-hmm. changed. But I think it's, it's funny, too, you, you experience that with traveling. If you connect with somebody, you'd be surprised. We met these people. Me and Alan were at uh, Lost and Found. Yeah. And we met these people. Yeah. And they ended up living. Oh, you were there that day. I the did. Dog. You I were the boys. Yeah, so that couple. I wasn't there. Was that my birthday? You were having fun. I think you were by yourself. Time. You went there by yourself. No, I didn't. No? That day? I met you somewhere, and you, you, you weren't by yourself, but you came by yourself. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I go, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll meet people. Like, yeah. I don't have to be like, oh, will you yeah. come with me or me? I'm just like, I'll pull okay. up if I know someone's mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. Which is easy at Lost and Found. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see somebody you know. Yeah. That's why they call it Lost and Found. You know somebody's gonna drive home drinking, right. and you know, there's so many liabilities going on. Like, just come over to my house. Yeah. I have a spare bed. <laughs> I have a couch. Just come chill. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely getting to that point in my life where I'm like, just come to mine. Yeah, you should go to dinner party. Yeah, like, that was very adult. That was so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I'm so mm-hmm. tasting the food. Um, and so I, there's a few things I do want to touch on, just mm-hmm. as far as like what people were kind of bringing up as topics for yeah. this. Two of them are super important. So essentially. Safety and navigation. Yeah. Um, I feel like, as women, obviously, mm-hmm. safety traveling alone, of whether you're going to a resort, whether you're taking a road trip, mm-hmm. whether you are just booking a flight and just like sending it to an Airbnb or a hostel or a mm-hmm. hotel, um, because obviously you're, you're going to be out exploring, whether it's a bar, a mountain, mm-hmm. whatever your preference mm-hmm. is. So, like, any advice of how to feel safe or things that you have done or just how, you know what I mean, like how yeah. to create that environment for yourself. Mm-hmm. And number one, lock your doors. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, I mean, like, it's slept on, but lock your doors. Um, I'm a big believer in, like, getting your conceal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think every woman should be strapped. <laughs> Stay strapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never had pepper spray, but I had bear spray. So I felt like it's actually, it's like pepper spray for bears, so I assume it would work on a person too. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. so I had that, and I wasn't ever too worried. Lethal for humans. The scariest thing, and the only thing I encountered on my road, on my trips was I was sleeping in a Planet Fitness parking lot, and I'm like laying down, comfy, ready to go to bed, you know, about to fall asleep, mm-hmm. and I hear a pull on my handle. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, and I stay really still for a second. 
because like I didn't know if they were going to break into the car. Were they right? able to see you? Do you think they saw you? Not the way I was slaying, no. And where I was and everything. Like, they were they were just going around pulling on door handles. You could tell. Oh. I didn't know that at the time, though. I thought, you know, I didn't know. So, I stay really still. I knew where everything is in my car. Like, I know where, like, I, I instantly, like, if they did break in the car, like, bear spray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was ready, but I remember, like, I froze. And slowly, after I didn't hear anything, I look up, and I see, like, the guy walking away and, like, pulling another handle. And I'm like, okay, he was just, like, trying to rob somebody. I probably would have scared the shit out of him if he, like, actually For opened sure. the door. But you didn't want to scare him because who knew what his reaction was. Would have done, yeah. I yeah. wasn't, I, like, pu- I mean, the way Planet Fitness is are, they're, they're in public places, right? So, like, right behind the pub, um, right behind the Planet Fitness was a McDonald's and a Taco Bell, and they're both, like, in the 24 hours. So fucking <laughs> Yeah. Is it not? Is it $10 jingle? <laughs> yeah. And also, here's a late-night dollar yeah. menu and a Crunchwrap Supreme. Yep. Go ahead. And Baja Blast. Get it. They, they have Diet Baja Blast now. Fuck off. What is good. Diet Baja Blast? It's good. It's, good. I'm sure, it's all good, for sure. I'm not discrediting <laughs> the flavor no, of no, it. Yeah. Yeah, I eat it, and I'm like, I'll eat Taco Bell if I'm really hungover, like on a road trip. I'll eat it. I'll get a Sprite. I'm like, oh, I love this Crunchwrap Supreme and this Sprite. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> what did I just do my body? I don't think I've ever gotten Taco Bell during the day. Like, it's always, <laughs> it's always at, like, 2 a.m. when I'm getting Taco Bell, 3 a.m. Well, that's why they don't close until 4. Yeah. <laughs> like, we no, know. Yeah. I don't want to be seen here in the daylight, and also, I can't be sober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that's scary, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, was, that was the biggest, scariest, I think situation I had but I would say with with being you know with being safe does come down to being prepared and honestly reflexes like don't like I have visualized what would happen if someone came to me like right now if someone grabbed me from behind the first thing I would do knee-jerk reaction because I've thought about it so many times Mm -hmm. not to say like be crazy with it but like genuinely there's a lot of power in visualization I think and so I visualize if, if someone tried to attack me what's the first thing I would do and instantly I think about hit him in the throat like just throat to yeah (laughs) that and i feel like i've thought about that so many times that when alan scared me once i instantly went for his throat (laughs) and you know and like obviously like as i was doing it i realized it was him so i didn't go with full force but like i am very comfortable thinking because of it's nature yeah yeah so that's one thing having like obviously weapons is another thing Sending, no one, I've never been anywhere with my, my location isn't sent, and I tell people, hey, like, I'm going to go on this trail. Right. If you do not hear from me by this time, reach out to, like, a park ranger, yeah. right? So, like, you yeah. know, you, then, so that's, that's probably the best thing I do. That's smart. hmm I, I tell my family, I tell everybody, <laughs> yeah, my family actually doesn't know where I'm at. I tell my, I tell Alan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I tell my, and uh, I'll, like, send him where I'm going, and he does have my location, but, you know, like, my phone dies, and I'm in the wilderness and I've got like 10 miles to go back and yeah and like I see a bear (laughs) and you're just like you're like I saw so many bears in Wyoming I saw a brown bear a grizzly bear and then another brown bear while I was hiking super casual yeah I know I'm just like walking I'm just like yeah Mm -hmm. and I'm like and and, like I treated it like a bee like I just kind of like froze yeah. I was like you don't see me I don't see you <laughs> and I just stayed really still for the longest time but like they don't want to but and and I didn't know this but I was there during where the they just came out of hibernation oh good and all the, yeah and all the mama bears are really protective over their pups amazing yeah I know yeah I know yeah. yeah and so I was there then and so like 
I'm hiking with my hand on the bear spray. Uh, <laughs> I'm like strapped and ready. Like trigger yeah. finger ready. Um, mm-hmm. I think to just add, because this is something I'm thinking about, like definitely as far as, because granted a lot of people do want to do hiking, wilderness. Mm-hmm. I would say you're on the upper limit of that spectrum um, in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I would take a 10 mile hike by myself. <laughs> At this point in my mm-hmm. life, maybe sometimes. <laughs> Who knows? Also, maybe I'll be on the coast just drinking wine yeah. by myself. Like that's my idea of a solo trip. Sandy toes, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, I just think too, like, and my dad always taught me this: like, keep your head on a swivel. You know, mm-hmm. just don't be so naive, um, mm-hmm. and just like literally be hyper aware of your surroundings. You know what I mean? Like, just not getting blackout drunk if you're mm-hmm. on a trip by yourself where someone can take advantage of you. Like, exactly. rule number yeah. one as a female. Oh, yeah. And not to say that, like, well, it's obviously yeah. people should be responsible uh-huh. as and other people should not take advantage yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. The world we live in, and not everyone's that nice. Yeah. So just, like, being your most cognizant, aware mm-hmm. self. And, um, you know, just not being naive to same things that you would do, I mean, maybe not at a yeah. local bar, but, yeah. you know, it's like not take drinks from the drink. I don't know, not to yeah. like my mother. No, but you know what no, I mean? I get what you're saying. Being aware. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think, and I think being aware goes into how much you're drinking in general. Mm. I, I really do think that we aren't the same people when we're blackout drunk, and, and, and you shouldn't. Dude, we all need to know. Yeah. blackout. No, no one does. I can't say the last time yeah. I've been blackout. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a fun yeah. place to be. Like, in my, like, very early 20s, like, that was kind of happening. Sure. And I was like, and it scared me. Blacking out yeah. is terrifying. Even if you're around people you love. I was going to say. Yeah. The, the next day, you're like, you're, what did I do? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm so embarrassed. No, right? literally. Why yeah. did I sleep with my clothes? Why are my shoes so off? Yeah. <laughs> that's my 21st birthday. Like, that's mm-hmm. not ideal. Yeah. So, I think aside from safety and traveling, everyone should know your limits, especially when you're traveling, yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, you should know your limits. You should know how much can I drink, when can I drink, like, what's going on. But, yes, definitely make sure someone... Someone you trust knows where you are and let and, and is worried about you. Yeah. That needs to know when you're you can't go to bed after drinking and and not have someone who's worrying about you. Basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. For like, sure. Someone needs someone you care about needs to be in touch with you and know what you're doing. Yeah. That's at least one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One. That's a big one. Yeah. Um. And then so what would you say as far as navigation? I mean, that's different. Mm-hmm. And let's just say like because there's levels to everything, right? Mm-hmm. So the highest level for you has been taking these road trips, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like planning, mapping, yeah. etc. Um, obviously we have our little lovely maps yeah. on our <laughs> But also just as little as like if you're in a city and mm-hmm. say you're just taking a little trip, weekend trip to New York City by yourself or to Georgia, Charleston, mm-hmm. wherever. Um, and you're kind of wanting to just like navigate the city. Mm-hmm. What were your kind of advice be on that. Mine is like, don't be afraid to print stuff. <laughs> don't be afraid to print I had a print, I printed some stuff because I knew like Kansas, I'm not gonna have any signal and it's gonna be how many hours? Like it's gonna be a long time. Yeah. I, if I lose signal, what am I gonna do? That's a good point. Um, When I was really young, a friend of mine, we went, we drove all the way up to Ohio mm-hmm. in Michigan and like I was like in middle school and her mom let me read the maps. Mm-hmm. Map quest? Like on, like on it, like a map. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like, a like a map, like a map, yeah, like yeah, like those. Like, map. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I remember like navigating that way, and I thought it was really cool to like to you, you learn basically just you learn little learn little tricks that work for you. Mm-hmm. For me, it was how you know the miles per hour. I can calculate and I can look at my odometer and I can say, okay, my next exit's coming up when my odometer hits this reading. Mm-hmm. And so I just knew that, and I was aware of it at the time. Um, you know, don't. Be, be aware. I think awareness comes into 
all fashions of, of traveling, but um, it, it's definitely be aware of your surroundings and where you're going. Don't be afraid to print something um, or screenshot the, the route and know that if you get somewhere, you can always get back by putting it in reverse. Mm -hmm. um, ask people, ask people like where you, you know, this isn't about navigation, but I love asking people in the areas I'm at yeah. where to go. That is navigation, essentially, because mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, like I said, there's a spectrum to it, but if you if you are just in the city, just trying to figure out where to eat lunch or mm -hmm. something, you know, like that mm -hmm. is a part of navigation. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just aimlessly, yeah. like, walk yeah. down the wrong way where you're 10 miles into, you know, yeah. nowhere land. And so I think that is a part of navigation, is using your resources, mm -hmm. using local resources. Yeah. Like, go to the local gas station attendant. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Maybe not that. Yeah. You know? I, I love asking, yeah. I do love asking anyone I connect with, like, what's your favorite place? And, and kind of giving them a little bit, be ready. First of all, always be ready with something, right? Be ready with a fun story. Be ready with something about yourself. Be ready with where you came from. Be ready with fun facts. Like, exactly. <laughs> Someone, a, a, a checkout clerk at, um, what's that place by Marshalls over here in the metropolitan area? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Mm. Yeah. So we're always asking yeah. questions. Yeah. I'm like, Damn. Yeah. When did they were like, tell me a fun fact. And I was like, I don't have one for you. That is a wonderful, that is wonderful. And mm. so I've downloaded the app that day and it tells me a fact. fun fact every day. About like just in general just or like about random yourself? Fucking shit, yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. I've been to the Utah Salt Flats. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> fun, fun little things, and I don't know. I thought I, th I think stuff like that's fun, like random things. The more you know, right? The more yeah, you know, the more you know. know. For sure. But I love people who like. Do you ever have those friends in your corner? I feel like you might be one of them that just um, have those like little random trivia <laughs> yeah. things. Like, uh -huh. damn, like that would never really come up, and it's mm -hmm. not super purposeful, but mm -hmm. it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like. I'm glad you know that. Yeah. I'm glad you're giving yeah. me this information. I got this cool game, which I think goes into like how I want to travel the world. I realized like North Carolina school system sucks mm -hmm. as far as teaching us anything. And so it was a friend of mine, very analytic, and they had a project and they did the graduation rates of everywhere in North Carolina. And fun fact, <laughs> my county mm -hmm. where I'm from is the lowest in like almost all of North Carolina. Or it's definitely very, very low. Like, the graduation rates are really low. Yeah. For high school. But it's because when you think about it, they don't pay teacher stuff, right? So they don't pay teachers yeah. enough. And so, obviously, where you don't pay teachers. It's a trickle down yeah. system. Mm -hmm. You're like, if you don't, if you're not starting with mm -hmm. the employees, mm -hmm. why would you think, you know, mm -hmm. the situations are going to yeah. be any different? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. an unfortunate system. I keep wanting to veer off of travel because I love talking with you. <laughs> like, we can go on so many different topics. I was about to talk about government. And I was like, stop it. Stop it. Bring yourself back to travel. Fun fact. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. This is every time. I feel like we're just like, especially in the gym, it's so funny because I'll see you and we'll talk mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes. And I hate interrupting my workout. But I would do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's anyone else, I'm after like, I walk, After I walk away, I'm like, oh. I'm so annoying. I mean, I'm finishing my workout most of the time. I'm bothering you. <laughs> oh, it's completely fine. I'm like, by the way, Rihanna. <laughs> I had a job at the time. I was like, I have so much time to spare. Oh, did she have a good nap, Zoe? Yeah. She's been so sweet. I'm glad she's sleeping. I know. She's a <laughs> She slept the whole time. I'm it's glad. Good. I love that. Wait, so you also do real quick. Can we tell people that? Oh, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. No, no. That's actually probably the biggest hack. I did it in uh, Dallas. Okay. And I did it in Texas recently. Is that when you started it? Yeah, so what, what you can do on Rever is really cool. You can put your address you're going to mm. ahead of time. So if I want to, if I want to get pre-booked in Texas, I put that, that's my address, and I block out for, like, the next month. Right. And then I start it active. For, so they can go ahead and see that I'm going to be in that area during that time, mm. and they can book me based on that. So I had, like, three places to stay the first two weeks there. Oh, my God. Wait, that's 
a hack. Yeah. I didn't even think about staying yeah. at their place yeah. overnight. Is there a so for in in home sitting? Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Rover's like a dog um, sitting, mm-hmm. walking app, like app. wag wag too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so. I did not even think about. Yeah, no, I forgot, I forgot about that. Stay. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun. It's fun too because like people be having nice cribs. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and they're like, you can help yourself to whatever you want. And I'm like using an espresso. Yeah. <laughs> using their fucking mm-hmm. bidet. Yeah. <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> Why is this speaking a different yeah, language? Someone, someone had an Alexa, and it's like Alexa, turn on the lights or turn on like the living room light, and I'm like, ordered an Alexa instantly. I was like, yeah. I need one of these bitches in my life. <laughs> so you're like, you, you go into people's houses, and it's just like. It's a place to stay, and you're making mm-hmm. money. That's an incredible hack. I did mm-hmm. not even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think the last time I was in Texas, I think I paid like a thousand dollars for rent, but almost three weeks out of each month, almost like two and a half or so, I was out of the people's houses. So I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't even have to pay for this. I could have been sleeping in my car. And right, like, yeah. right, right. And so I didn't. But I stayed with the same people I stayed with in Austin before, okay. which I met them through um, Uber, Uber, Uber. Uber. <laughs> not Uber. <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> I met them through Airbnb, and then the next time I came through, I was like, I'm just going to pay you cash. That's cool. And they were like, yeah. I actually became really close with them. I do remember you saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dope. All right, so let's end it with telling me your next trip, your next excursion. I know you're too yeah. busy or got canceled, but, like, what's on mm-hmm. the forefront for you now? I would say, like, yeah, that's okay. It's not from Wyoming. <laughs> um, I just really want to take Alan there, which is my boyfriend. Yeah, um, which is, okay, <laughs> like, honestly, like, a huge theme, I think it's so incredible, is because, like, you're not single, like, you're out here with a whole man, like, yeah. traveling on your own, I think that is so, f- yeah, empower- like, yeah. it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because yeah. I think that's how relationships, <laughs> and listen, I'm no relationship, <laughs> you know? don't take advice from me, guys, yeah. <laughs> but, like, to have your own thing, yeah. you know what I mean, like, yes, you want to show him yeah. these things, but you're not waiting on him to, no. like, let's go on a trip together, pay for everything, do this for mm-hmm. me. It's like, I want to do this on my own. Yeah. And whether or not he was in your life, you would do this regardless. And so you should do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you can experience it together. And I just think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But okay, sorry, I interrupted you. I, I, actually, I actually pay for all of his flights anywhere I've been because it was my trip I chose to yeah. go on. He didn't choose to go on. Right. And I'm like, I want you to come here because yes. I am asking you to come with mm-hmm. me. In my opinion, any, anytime I do that, anytime I'm like, I want you to come see this with me. I don't expect someone to pay for that. Like, You're it's, also it's, a very it's not, giving um, person naturally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I <laughs> place for dinner. Okay, let me just explain to you guys. We were doing a Spanish-themed night dinner party. She had, like, six bottles of wine. Like, you had the paella. You had a little cheese board. And then you kept bringing out things. You had empanadas. You had croquettes. You had two types of dessert. You had weed. I was like, what are you going on? <laughs> like, there's just so many layers to this. You're just such, like, a... You're just, like, a giver. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part mm-hmm. of your nature. But I do... It is. Yeah. I it do. Is. But I did, I, and I want... It, it's a part of, like, not wanting to... I, I love traveling by myself, but I also want other people to kind of, like, see what I've seen. Yeah. But sometimes I like experiencing it by myself first. first. At least because, first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... Because I don't like being on other people's schedules. And doing what other people want to do, unless they're very similar to you, yes. which is hard to find. Which is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I might want to sit at this mountaintop for four hours, and you might be like, all right, I took my photo, I'm trying mm-hmm. to go. And then you're doing yourself a disservice. And then, I do like that idea a lot, especially with the caliber that you are traveling. Like, you're going to these extreme places where, like, you want to sit in a moment and relish, and, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so to do that on your own. And then it's cool to bring someone back because you're like, I've been here, I really like it, I want to show you this tour special. Guide. Tour guide. Mm-hmm. Like, this is special to me, and... I want to share that with you, mm-hmm. you know? So it's almost like you're 
for them, it's almost, or for Alan, mm-hmm. I guess, it's almost like a curated traveling mm-hmm. experience because you're, like, vetting mm-hmm. the place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're already been here. I'm going to show you around. <laughs> yeah. No, just like that. Europe's probably, so I have this plan. The reason I, I like, am, the reason I cut off my next trip I wanted to go on, mm-hmm. which was going to be, I bought a one-way ticket to Europe. I remember yeah. that. So, yes. I, when the war started, I already mm-hmm. got it refunded. One, because... It's such a weird sentence yeah. that just came out of your mouth, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not, um, that's not me being ignorant. I obviously know what's going on, mm-hmm. but like, just to hear that is insane. But yeah, like when the war, like that, when the war started, we, we we grew up hearing about wars and thinking like, oh, you medieval, like yeah. why are you having a war, like what? And then right. now we're and now experiencing we're, yeah, it. Yeah, that's insane. And it's strange. Yeah, that's a weird time. But so I want to do the one way ticket to Europe, and I, I I did cancel it because that happened, and I just things were up in the air that I didn't feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is it is a one-way ticket to Europe. <laughs> so, yeah. it was kind of like, I, I want to be more sure of everything that's happening with the economy right now. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, in, and I'm glad I did, because instantly what, gas prices went up. Mm-hmm. And, like, what would I have done if I would have been able to, if I spent this much money spending being in Europe for three months, mm-hmm. and then I get back, and I can't afford to live because it's so expensive now. Right. But I, there's a lot of things that I, like, I wanted to think about. And even though I want to have these amazing experiences, I kind of, you, you do have to have a balance with everything in life. It's rationality. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to be like, okay, am I going to spend all of my savings on a trip? Or am I going to take my savings and keep saving and invest and like make a life for myself? Yeah. Like there, there is a lot of, I think uh, we do now especially just give ourselves whatever we want. And I think I want to travel and I wanted to be a blogger and I wanted to be a travel blogger. Well, I wasn't making the, exactly the type of money I needed to make to make my future financially stable. And so, for now, I have to, like, buckle down because I do want to go to Europe and get a one-way ticket and, and not have to worry about when I'm coming back. I want to be able to financially afford to do whatever I want when yes. I'm there. And if I do decide to go to Spain and then Greece and, yeah. <laughs> and then, guess what, I'm flying to Africa. <laughs> let, me go, let me go to Australia. Right. Like, if I want to do that, I can do that. And so, I kind of almost had to put my travels on hold recently so I can have those epic experiences when I'm older, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. for the greater good yep. of... Yep. So you can do that later. But Europe, Europe's definitely... That, it, nice. that next, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. That's the big one. We just gotta get passports. <laughs> <laughs> so moral of the story, yeah. I think that's gonna be the, name, the title of this. Yeah. Get your passport. Travel. Get your passport. Yeah, get your passport. <laughs> Travel to your passport. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm excited to like continue to see... Mm-hmm. Um, your travels and just like hear about your stories because mm-hmm. I think it, it's inspiring for me because I'm not from like a super small town like I'm from Concord no, so you're like, from close here yeah, away. yeah um, like grew up there but um, you know I come from a family that like hasn't seen a lot hasn't done a lot and so like whether or not it's a small town physically I, I think like see your fa- I feel like I can see you and your family like vacationing together somewhere though where'd you guys go? I took my mom to California she, she's Aww. 40 something and she, her first time on the west coast was last summer mm-hmm. um, wow yeah so that was you know exciting because it's kind of like the same thing yeah. I didn't know that. so I went for my first time the summer prior and I was like this is incredible I'm going back I already booked my ticket and then I was like not trying to find someone to go with I was almost going to go alone just because that's how badly I wanted to go back out there but then I was like I want her to see things too. I have little sisters. I want them to see things, you know, mm-hmm. and like I want to experience things. Like I can't wait. I always tell them I'm like when I'm fucking not rolling in dough, but when I'm financially abundant, like I want to take it all to Greece. Like I wanna I want to be that like trailblazer for my mm-hmm. family to mm-hmm. be like, let's see the world. Like I show my I'm so lame. I show my sisters like those um National Geographic 
like things on Netflix because I'm like it, for me yes it's the beauty and the sightseeing but it's also the experience of that like your way of living is not the only way of living yeah. and I want you to be aware of that because I need you to like see that this is a collective mm -hmm. human experience this mm -hmm. is not just like your experience as a mm -hmm. one person living on this street in North Carolina yeah. you know what yeah. I mean um and so yeah that's I don't know where I just went on yeah. that tangent but like I yeah, just want I to experience it for myself mm -hmm. and I want those that I love yeah to have that opportunity because unfortunately traveling is a luxury um, that not everyone has. It's mm -hmm. a privilege and yeah. I want that for myself and my family. Like mm -hmm. I'm trying to see some yeah. shit. You know, like, I've, seen some, yeah. like, I've been in Canada, I've been uh -huh. to like, all the places that I can without a passport. Uh -huh. um, but I'm trying to go to yeah. Thailand. I want to go to New Zealand. Mm -hmm. like, there's, there's, and people don't even, like, I, I still find islands in the middle of the Pacific that I'm like, didn't know exist and yeah. are gorgeous. And I'm like, oh, like this has a, a beautiful, like tr ancient tree that's 400 years old that right. I want to go see. And I would say one thing I want I want to say, like just to finish everything up, is don't be afraid. A lot of people obviously go the tourist route, mm. and tourism is it. It's a booming business. If you don't support tourism, like the economy wouldn't be the same. So I, I think you should see. And they're obviously touristy for a reason. They're epic. Mm -hmm. But there are many places off the beaten path. So try to find those off the beaten path places. Mm -hmm. um, and if anyone is still listening, I'm a big fan of preaching to people and saying, um, don't geotag. Don't, mm -hmm. um, because it, it, it's messing with our environment. So places that used to be completely isolated, um, where there was no trash, there was not anything. Now people are, there you go. <laughs> She's awake she now. She's awake now. Yeah. so sweet. People who are um, traveling, they're tagging the locations. So, so like the Grand Canyon, right? Like, I mean, obviously everyone knew the Grand Canyon was a thing. Right. But if, if you tag that place and people are tagging little spots on trails that are, are used to be really like pretty and gems. isolated are now, you know, not. And, and they're extremely populated and there's trash everywhere because people aren't respectful of the world. So I would say if you're going to travel, please respect the world. Um, try your best to inform yourself of people's, their practices. So, you know, like if you go in Thailand, if you speak about the king in Thailand, you're going to go to jail. Like you can't do that. You can't like talk about it. So, so like learn, learn what you can and cannot do right. where you're going. and Like respect other cultures, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a that's a big one too. Love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this yeah, conversation. It was so much fun. I'm like have the travel bug now, so that's great. I'm gonna go. Know, right? Don't even talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got so many places on my Instagram. I wanna go. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so tell people where to follow you, where to find you on Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me at Peanut Butter and Jelly Addict. It is all spelled out. <laughs> so um, it started because I wanted to take Instagram like lighthearted, and I, 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 I had it, yeah, and I was like, I really, really like peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> I really like them. And I was like, I'm an addict. <laughs> Fun fact: I yeah. am addicted mm -hmm. to peanut butter and jelly yep. sandwiches. That's Pe so funny. Peach jam's my shit. I love that. Peach jam. Yeah, peach jam. That's very specific. Mm -hmm. And what? almond peanut butter is probably my favorite sandwich. Whoa. Yeah. On what kind of bread? Sourdough. I was ready for it. <laughs> I was ready. I love sourdough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to try that. Almond butter, peach jam, sourdough. Well, thank you for this conversation. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it so much. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And I think it's time we like start planning trips. And saying, fuck it. Moral of the story, don't wait for anyone. Mm -hmm. Go on the trip. And uh, Next yeah. podcast is going to be from Thailand. Yes. Well, okay, we're not next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One a week, so give me some time. Um, let's give myself a year. And I'll be in Thailand eventually. I'll be in Florida.
Florida and then I'll be in Thailand. Mm -hmm. um, but again, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate you very much. And thank you, Amanda. And we'll see you all next week. Peace and blessings.